I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Welcome, it's welcome. Holiday part two. Yes. The more serious version. Educational version. Educational. There's a lot of education coming your way from Just Jess Foods. And you, Zozo Quinn. Yeah, I know, but you've got more like a touch for this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, thriving. A professional it. opinion, yeah. shall we say. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what we got there? So for our spit or swallow today, happy Tuesday, everyone, by the way. I feel like we can't start the pod without saying happy Tuesday. I know sometimes I forget. As we did our Lay's, fake Lay's, and our, what was else we have? Pretzels and Fanta Lemon. I thought that I would do a little cocky cocktail this week of a rum sour, which was a cocktail that I had in Barbados. I'm going to actually make it fresh. What is that contraption? This is like a lemon squeezer. You can obviously just use your hand, but. Um, Yeah, so. When I touch down in Barbados, it's literally the all that touched my lips for seven days. Great time. Like a whiskey sour, but with rum. But no egg white in this one. Right. It's nice. I actually like, like rum, you know. Yeah, this is it's called Mount Gay. It's like a dark rum, and the distillery was in Barbados. So you're going to hear us slurp this on the pod, which brings us on to a little uh, comment we want to discuss <laughs> from a troll. <laughs> the claws are out. Right. No, not really. We didn't really have a troll. We had somebody voice their opinion that they didn't like us um, eating uh, through the microphone on a food-focused podcast. Get that. But, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The answer to that is, what we need to say is, and we also, there's something else triggering a lot of our listeners, and that's you, Graham. (laughs) And it's the microphone. And trust us, everyone, it triggers us too. We tell him every single week, but we just want to back him up here a little bit, right? Which For one... Time only, by the way. One time only. And this will cover both bases. So we have two very high-spec, fantastic microphones in front of us that G obviously bought. And they pick up every single sound 
including us munching, breathing, breathing. So when G speaks, obviously G turns his microphone off because he doesn't want to hear. We don't want to hear him breathing down our necks. So then when we answer, when we speak to him, he then obviously has to like quickly respond and turn his mic up. And his microphone is actually not as good as ours, <laughs> by the looks of it. So that is the answer to your question, everyone. And yeah, to the person that sent that in, what are you going to say to them, Zoe? No, I actually would like to discuss it because, look, things like that annoy me as well, right? If you're eating loud next to me, you're annoying me. Slurping, all that, I hate it. Mm. Um, but number one, it only happens during the spit or swallow segment, apart from the odd time, right? Which we'll hold our hands up and apologise for. Not really, but still. Number Which I literally two, said, take you these off it. me. Yeah. Number two, our podcast is partly around food. And see the noises that you hear at the beginning when we're doing spit or swallow? They're intentional. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it to piss you off. <laughs> but they are actually intentional. So we pour right at the mic. We open a can right at the mic. We rustle the crisps right at the mic. We chew into the mic, crunch into the mic. So see if you don't like that but just, you know, fast forward. Exactly. So we are... That's all I have to say. Sorry, and they said in the message, didn't they, all of your listeners will feel the same. Well, actually, love, we asked a lot of our friends in our group chat and (laughs) no one said it annoyed them. So you're wrong, okay? I actually think that was a very polite um, response from me. When? Just there? Just there. What I said to you earlier was very different. (laughs) Right, we're giving you no more airtime. We love you, really. We're only joking. Right, so we've got lemon, fresh lemon in here, some Mount Gay rum, some ice, and some sugar syrup. Sugar syrup you can just make yourself by just melting down sugar in water, believe it or not. Let me just knock this a minute. Look at you with like, your gold shaker and your little gold Cute, isn't it? porter thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. In it goes. And I'm doing this deliberately into the mic. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. This is good disaster written all over. What are you It's not, G. <laughs> I'm professional. You're saying muscles? <laughs> Woo! Right, Zoe, let's get the ice in here. Do you want one, G? Oh, no, wait. No, okay. thanks. <laughs> What's um, the decor? Oh, yeah, fighter, that's nice. <laughs> um, it's a... Uh... <laughs> cherry. Why do you say these glacé cherries? And mint. Looking a little bit dead, but, you know. <laughs> Cheers. Sour. That's gorgeous. Do you like it? I love that. How refreshing. Mm. And all it is is literally lemon, sugar syrup and rum. With all a lot of ice. Anyway... I actually think that's really lovely. Yeah. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Gorgeous. Um, right, Zoe, you just got back from <laughs> Parma. Tell us about it very quickly, please. Yeah, it was really good, actually, thanks. It was absolutely roasting hot. Um, I feel like the main thing I have to talk about is our trip, our day trip, which you encouraged us to go on. Yes. And how do you pronounce that place? Sawyer. Sawyer. So yeah, yeah. I always find it quite strange to pronounce, and I'm probably not saying that right either. But I because feel like two L's make a Y. Yeah. In Spanish. So yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we got a little um, wooden like rickety train from Palma City to Soye. Yeah. And that's got like a kind of old town 
and a port. So as soon as we got there, a little tram to the port, and that was just breathtaking. Yeah, you loved that, didn't you? It was so nice. And as soon as we got there, we just sat at one of the little kind of like, I don't know, bars or whatever on the front, and it just looked like you'd get a wee sandwich or something, you know, nothing special. We got mussels, prawns and chips. Best mussels and prawns I've ever had in life. Yeah, I saw your picture. That looked nice. They were unreal. Just the sauce was like... I don't want to say minestrone soup, right, because that would put you off, but it was kind of like... <laughs> yeah, that's sort like of Like onions-y, like, and tomato-y and gorgeous. Stunning. Just did that, walked about, had two jugs of sangria. Then... Suzanne was living the dream. My mum just loves a drink. She'll be listening to this. Mum, I can't handle it. You love a drink. Anyway, <laughs> got the tram back, got some ice cream, another recommendation from you that I couldn't find and my maps wasn't picking up, so mm-hmm. you actually had to send me the Google link. Yeah. Which was gorgeous. They did, um, they basically have local oranges there from yep. Soya. <laughs> hate saying that word. I know. And they make the sorbet from it, but you had the pistachio, didn't the you? The pistachio ice cream was unbelievable. That is my ice cream flavour now. Same. I love it so much. My mum did get the orange, though. She um, liked it. And strawberry, and she loved it. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a creamy orange one. Mm-hmm. It's, like, known for that one. Yeah, she really liked it. Mm-hmm. So just did a bit of walking around there, and that was our day there, really. We got a little takeaway sangria for the train home. Love that. There was a wee, like stall thing at the train at stop. station and these women on the train had like wee takeaways and I was like that's the one they've got a I'm blame my mum I was encouraging it as well they've got a wee takeaway like is that sangria drink that sangria like doing all that and they obviously heard us and they were like I just get it for there yeah. the train had like four minutes to go mum was like go get one <laughs> across the thing but managed I'm Went glad back. that you did that though you got a bit of the city and then you got beach and well, not beach. Yeah. Be- well, it is a beach at the port. Yeah, there is a beach there, Yeah, actually. there's like sandy bits yeah. and loungers and stuff. Um, and it was absolutely roasting. Like, the other days, we did a bit of time at, like, at the pool and then just at night, we went into, like, the old town every yeah. night. And where did you eat at night in Parma? Just loads of, like, little Local. authentic places, yeah. yeah. And you went to that bar? Went to that bar, Abaco, mm-hmm. is it called? And it's, like, the big fireplace and the outside with the birds and all and that. And that was really cool. same as Arta in Glasgow. Yep, I got that vibe yeah. as well when I was there. And also, the next night, well, our last night, we walked, like, by it again. Um, and it was cured, like, a way down the street. Was trip it? to get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really expensive for a cocktail in there, though. Yeah, well, it was, like, 20 euros or something. Yeah, it's a joke. And I got a white Russian, and I just had, like, a reasonably big dinner. Yeah, and I just couldn't even... And I feel like the opera music was giving me like heart palpitation anxiety, but you quite liked that, didn't you? Well, I quite liked that, but then a white Russian, not always, but sometimes there's actual coffee in no, it. No, I meant the opera music. No, I know. Oh. But what I'm going to say is <laughs> oh. I was enjoying it, and then as I was drinking my white Russian, you know I can't drink coffee because it gets right. me severe heart, heart palpitations. So then I started like kind of feeling that a bit, and I was like, I'm not going to drink this anymore. Because I was getting a bit scared. Um, but yeah, that was Palma. I loved it. Yeah. I want to go back and spend longer there and go to like different places. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I really love it. But when I go in at the end of the month, I'm only going for one day in Palma. Mm, yeah. And then we get in the car and back up with just a bikini the whole time. Yeah. I feel like there is loads to do there. Like you could spend more time just in Palma, but I feel like once you've been into the old town once or twice like you could go elsewhere like, I agree you could also spend a week there but you, yeah. don't, you don't need to is what I no, mean no I totally agree yeah. we did actually go into a wee jazz bar which was really cool um, 
it was just like upstairs on one of the wee side streets in the old town and it was really small so there must have been about 20 people in at max what and they had that? like a little jazz band on but it was like a young girl singing she sang like drake and stuff but in really? like a jazzy, in like a jazzy way. way and we had like a little moscow mule in there and it was like dark oh i love that and you paid like 10 euros each to get in yeah. that just went like towards the band obviously mm. um that was quite cool Loved enjoyed it. that wow a wee intimate concert you know yeah very nice so anyway, little, little that city was break. Have you got anything to report whilst I've been away? Giving you peace and quiet? Yeah, you have been giving me peace. I would say I've been chilling. You know what I watched? Well, you know this because I wrote in the chat, but I watched the whole of Queen Charlotte on Netflix, which I absolutely loved so I'm much. I'm definitely going to watch that. I loved it so much. It's the If anyone doesn't know, it's the part of the Bridgerton story, but it's like basically talking about the Queen and her backstory with her husband, which he does feature in like season one. You know, it was a little bit loopy. Yeah. But yeah, explains it. But you know, Molly, our friend Molly that we speak about a lot, she actually texts me day before yesterday saying, oh my God, I didn't realise because in the story it goes back and forth like future and, sorry, present and past. Past. The whole six episodes, she didn't realise it was the young people. I was like, what do you mean? Oh. It wasn't until the very last scene that I realised it was them. And I was like, you're kidding. Who does like, she think it was? I don't know. She's like, I went, well, you know, Brimsley, the guy that's always behind the Queen. Yeah. It talks about him. I was like, well, who did you think that was? And she went, I just thought all the people that stood behind the Queen were called Brimsley. <laughs> She's a fan. She's her. a crackpot. So yeah, I watched that. And now I'm watching, which you know, I'm watching... Um, Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Which I've seen all of. Yeah, you have. That is amazing. BBC police dramas, which are my favourites. Same. I love them. And I would watch like a new one every week, but Jason gets quite kind of like, he watches one and needs a break from police dramas, yeah. which I get. Which is but once you're, once you're in it though... It's enjoyable. It's just the thought of another one, I think. Cause yeah. I, I get it. But um, I know we're not discussing TV shows, but I just need to mention this. Firefly Lane. Have you yeah. finished that no, yet? No, but everyone's saying it's really emotional. The, the next season two. I watched the I watched last... season one, obviously, but... Yeah. Well, I had the last three episodes to watch, downloaded and watched two of them on the way out to Palma, and then was going to watch the final one on the way back. And I'm not a crier, obviously, as you know, but I did stop it on the plane because I thought... If I really want to watch this, like intensely, I can't could, be I here could right potentially now. have a tear in my. So anyway, I stopped and finished it at home, and I didn't actually cry because I'd like to disconnect myself, you know. <laughs> but emotional was it? And they just well, do if you're it saying so that, well. I'll be in bits. No, you will. My mum said she was like because she had the last. I one quite X Factor YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> I do, G. Do you know oh, what it mess. is though? It's. It's the way they reflect in the last few ones, because obviously they reflect through the different times the whole season. Yeah. But the way they do it in the last few ones is just very impactful. Wow. So if no one's watched, anyone's not watched Firefly Lane, should I say, yeah. you need to watch it from the start. It's just such a good, do I say feel good, easy watch? Because it's not, but it's just kind of a girly yeah, yeah. show. And it's like been on number one on Netflix for ages now. Yeah, I love the season one. But Rich <clears throat> has been balls deep for fucking two weeks <laughs> with Yellowstone. Like, I cannot deal with it anymore on my television. And I know I, I know you like it, G, don't you? Because you're watching it. Yep. But I love cowboy stuff. But all I have to say is, and I've, it's on my TV, but it seems like it's just problem after problem with these guys. <laughs> and they are just constantly battling, fighting, killing, depressing. It's quite exhausting, isn't it? It, it just looks exhausting. And I'm like, wow, this is ever ending. <laughs> What are your thoughts? I'm only in season one, so I'm only in episode eight or something. So. Well, you've got another fucking 12 episodes <laughs> of just problems. <laughs> Seasons. Cowboys, country music. Yeah, I know. I love that, to be fair. 
So, yeah. And then this weekend I went out actually to, I went to the Horseshoe Bar for my first time You're ever dead. on a Sunday. Really I've still never it. been there. Can you believe it? What? And I'm karaoke queen. Also, and I've I never been there. I thought you would have loved that. I thought you'd been proud of me on that one. I know. Well, I am, but I've, I'm not proud of myself because I've still not been. It's a lot different to what I thought. People going on like it's pure divey bar. It's not really at all. No, it's quite serious singing, is it not? Yeah. The fact that Carrie was up there singing. She had the whole place pumping. But like, I'm surprised they allowed it because what I've heard is like, like, you have to be a good singer yeah. to sing in there. Everyone that went up was good. Which is why I don't want to go because I want to hog the karaoke and I think I'm good, but I'm not. Mm. So there's a bit of an issue. But even when Carrie went up and sang, she sang Shallow from... Um, Star is Born. A Star is Born, yeah, with Sarah, my other friend. And even the karaoke guy got up and got his phone out and started recording the crowd. He was like, wow. <laughs> Maybe it was just the passion. You know, bit where he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and it was just like, everyone was like, <laughs> It was honestly amazing. I love that for her. But then, where else did I go? I went Dockyard Social, absolutely mm-hmm. love it there. And I also went to a new place called Westside Tavern. I've heard a lot about that. Very hipster. Hipster as hipster right. can be. Very West End. Oh, no, it's not even West End. It's We're fucking more West, West End. End than West End. Right. But it's cool. It's like, I, I can't describe it like anything. From the outside, it looks like a dingy, all I can describe to you is like a, you know what it's like? Old Chinese takeaways <laughs> that you walk by with the curtains <laughs> in the window and like condensation and that. You're like, what is that? But actually, it's done like that. It's quite retro and yeah, New York. Yeah, it's based off something specific. It's like New York vibes. It's isn't New it? York vibes, like Biggie Smalls is on this TV screens. All that. It's really cool. But they do the most amazing pizzas. Yeah, I've heard that. And I had like a New York style pizza, and it was called Hot Boy. <gasps> had hot honey, jalapenos, mm. all that good stuff on it. Oh, stunning. So good. But the other menu, I saw other people going. The other stuff on the menu looks really good. But they had a barbecue that day. So it was out in the back because it's got a really cool courtyard out there. Love that. Um, so they were doing like kebabs and stuff. So that was quite nice. Um, and then, yeah, we were debating where to go. Celtic had just won the league and I was like, I can't be asked to go anywhere like that. Hill, hill. Hill, hill. But um, not that I'm obviously, I just thought it's going to be busy everywhere. But like, It's what, not really the type of atmosphere you want to be in nah. if that's not the reason you're out. And like Wunderbar I mean? and that now, like... I know we love it, but I have to say, like, since they've opened that downstairs, it's so busy now. It's too intense. It takes 40 minutes to get a drink. The last time I was in, I was literally dripping of sweat. There was that many people in there. Like, it was roasting They hot. need to stop that because it's actually just ruining it now. And what I will say as well is they need to make that upstairs bit. This is probably quite a good idea. And overs. Over 25, that small bit. Over 25. Well, funny you say that. Funny you say that, though, because when I went there the last time, I was downstairs, and for the last, like, hour or so, we decided to go upstairs because it was just too hot, and I thought it needs to be area somewhere. And was like, it Like, it needs to be colder somewhere. And it w- was a bit, like, not overs, not overs, but it was definitely an older crowd. Because Richard said he went a few weeks ago, and he said that he um, went down... He didn't even go downstairs. He stayed upstairs the whole time. Yeah. I've and heard, I, people now seem to prefer that. Yeah. Like, or kind of... Age. So, yeah, that's all my feedback on <coughs> old Glasgow night out. On your weekend? eating anywhere else. Don't know, I'm going to see Post Malone this Saturday and I'm going to Porter and Rye for a steak, so I'm excited for that. I've never been before. Neither have I, but I've heard great things for there as mm. well. You let me know how it is because Jason's due a steak dinner, actually. Tiffany's, best steakhouse in I've Glasgow. I've been there as well, but he's not. Expensive, but mm. very good. Very, like... Quaint. Yeah, like... And what's the other one I love as well? You'd be scared well? to speak in there too loud, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're the one, butcher shop, that's good. 
Yeah, that's her favourite. Also expensive as well. They're all expensive for yeah. a big fucking bit of meat that yeah. I get one bit of, do you know what I mean? Where's your favourite steak restaurant, Jay? Um, I quite like Miller and Carter in Glasgow, but one in Edinburgh is not even the same. It's like a different place altogether. There's one in both. You've been in Miller and Carter? Yeah, I've been to the one in Leicester, yeah. I actually went um, after Christmas because someone gave, gave us a voucher and I was quite against it because I felt like everyone went there. You know what I'm like, yeah. these places. But we went to the one in Newton Mearns, weirdly, and it was actually really good. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. We were Last time we were there, we went to the concert. We were sitting, it's like, I think this tastes better because it's such an epic venue. See the one in Glasgow because mm. it's the old bank and the right. high ceilings and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you feel as though you're in somewhere fancier than you actually are when it's just a chain. Yeah. And then you feel as though it's really. Then you go to the one in Edinburgh and it's like. Yeah, it's not as good. Nah. But I know I'm the same, but I was actually pleasantly surprised yeah. and I didn't pay for it, so. Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we anyway, have to get into, get into our yeah. topic. So, before we get into it, we're going to shout out a lot of brands and a lot of things in this episode, but just to say, none of these are sponsored at all. We're just places that we love and want to shout out, to be fair. So, I thought I would categorise it. I'm going to sort, try and lead the pod, but Zozo. I'm sitting back and I'm relaxing, feet up. No, I don't want. I want you to chi- chime in mm. where you can. I'll try. So I've sort of like split it up into how I book a holiday and just start to finish, really, and anything that is going to try and cover as many questions as that you guys sent in. And at the yeah. end, if we have enough time, we'll do some quick fire ones and more like personal questions, like where do you recommend with X, Y, Z. So destinations, obviously, you need to start with where you want to go. So. How the, how I do this is purely I look at other people's holidays on social media, to be honest. Or, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I do have a list in my phone of places I want to go, but of course I've seen these on social media, obviously in the magazines and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but a good thing and a good tip that I, I do is on Instagram, you know when you save an, a photo, I'm sure you're the same, but I posted this on my Instagram last year and people were like, wow, that, I never thought to do that. But if you save a photo, you can create folders. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're looking at something like top 10 destinations to eat in Lisbon, right? And it's a reel. You can save that reel and save it into a Lisbon folder. So when you go into your saved photos, you've got all folders of every single destination, even Glasgow or London. And then it just it's just a reminder for you of that place that you've saved because you can endlessly screenshot so much shit in your phone, but it just sits in your photo album. You never, never go back, back and go to it, to it do you? Never. And you never put photos in your folders in your iPhone either, unless you're super organised, but never. I don't really remember to do that. Nope. So, um, but do you know what? That's a good tip, actually. Do you know what I've just realised? You know on your photo albums on your iPhone, you know you can search anything, don't you, and it comes up? I've never done that. It's the best. It's so it's good, isn't the it? Absolute best. Even but, you can search text, and if that text is in the picture, even tiny, it'll find it. But then it also knows, like if you just search car, it'll just give you pictures of cars. Like it's yeah. so smart. I it's have so to do smart. that. Right I this try, I, you can type in things like um, you can find people's nudes and that in their phone as well by typing something like brazier or something. <laughs> but you know, if you um, you know, if you type in um, I tried to find travel insurance documents for skiing, and all I did, I screenshotted it from the email confirmation. Couldn't find it in my emails, but I searched in my folder of my phone's travel insurance and there it came it highlighted yeah. the text in my photo and there it was no i can't believe this it's amazing isn't it i've typed in beach and all your beach photos will come up it's beaches. i use it all the time see down when we write workouts on the board yeah see if i'm looking for a particular movement and i can't remember when we did a workout i've usually took a picture of it or if we share something on Instagram, it saves to my camera reel. Yeah. So if I'm looking for a workout, I just search a movement or a name of a workout and yeah. it'll find me a photo somewhere so I can see the date that we did Amazing. it. Amazing. That's how I find it when we did things. 
It's the best. Because earlier I was looking for a recipe when I was sending that picture of my eyebrows <laughs> and I searched pasta and all my pasta recipes were in my 12,000 photos in that folder. It's amazing. So, yeah, that's anyway, wild. that's a good idea if you do screenshot stuff and you forget, oh, I screenshotted something on that pe- person's story, but I can't remember what it was. Just search Apple and it will come up or I don't know anything, what you've screenshotted. So... Yeah, so you need to try and work out where you want to go, Europe or flipping long-haul flights, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were asking us if we book things separately or package holidays. Previously, growing up, I used to do package holidays when I went to Vegas. Um, I did that when we booked Miami that time, which would never happened. We booked through Love Holidays. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... <laughs> I don't really know an awful lot about that. Like, I've booked through... Like, Jet 2 Holidays seems to get an OK rep, I think. I mean, I think it just depends. If you find your hotel, it's always worth looking for packages. Only... I don't ever do, and it actually, it gives me the same vibes as, like, chain restaurant. I don't know why yeah. it is. Same. But I actually have started to check because a lot of the time, the hotels that I like can be on it. And the only benefit, I think, is... It's never majorly cheaper, but you know what it covers the cost of? Baggage. Yeah, Always. but it, and it's also at all protected as well. So if anything yeah. happened like COVID or anything yeah. like that again, then you are you get your money back. And we got our money back when we booked Miami. Miami, all of it. And I just think that's the only benefit that I've noticed is that it's never the only difference in cost is that you're not having to pay for baggage, that you almost get, that's what makes it a bit cheaper. Yeah, million percent. So it's always worth a look, but I just prefer... I don't know. I'm just a booking.com for the hotels and a sky scanner for the flights. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Um, so, yeah, I would say definitely look at that. How I always plan things as well is I always find my hotel first because flights can be a pain, but you can work around that. So I think it's definitely more important to find that hotel in your budget first. Yeah. Because sometimes you'd find a cheap flight for like 20 quid and before you add all your baggage. And then... It, you get done over by the hotel, mm-hmm. so it's actually probably worth you looking at that part first before you look at your flights. And also, there's more chance the whole, even though you're looking at the hotel first, once you find that, that's going to have all the dates usually, exactly. unless you're booking it a yeah. super last minute popular place. So then, once you've found that good dates, then find flights yeah. that work around it. That's what I would do as well. I think it also totally depends on what type of holiday you want. So if you want, and, and also who you're going with. So if you want mm-hmm. like a cheap city break. Then, yeah, go on Skyscanner and find yourself a £10 flight to a random destination and then just book a random hotel because you're just doing it on a whim. It's fun. You're not going to be in it. You're yeah. roaming the streets. Yeah, exactly. But then if you are going on a couple's holiday or whatnot, then, yeah, we'll talk about that a bit more. Um, so a couple of things to shout out. So there is a new-ish travel company called Nemo Travel, which is like a multi-centre trip for people that are like our age group. And it's ran by like-minded specialists. Um, A friend of mine actually works there and she heads up the trip planning. And it's just like a really cool, simple website. Um, So yeah, have a look at that. It's called Nemo, like N-E-M-O. And it had just really good, like, wow holidays, like adventure Mm. holidays, but it's not that expensive for honeymoons. And then you've got also holidays like adventure holidays so think like can do the one i went to in maldives yep like excursions excursion holidays so you've got like is it my tie how do you say that g my my tie you know like the kickboxing oh yeah retreat yeah. I things. Think it's <laughs> so those sort of like holidays mm-hmm. and then you've got like yoga retreats you've got the diving one that i went on in maldives where they don't have the flights included but those type of holidays are where you've got your hotel all your food and things like that included yeah so they're quite a good way to look at I feel like that gives people a good understanding that with everything included, it actually shows you the price and probably quite 
a pleasant way. Yeah. Because I think for things like that, like these big excursion holidays and whatever, people probably do assume high prices, but actually it's not. No. Like, obviously they're all different, but most of the time you're staying in just like half decent accommodation. It's nothing fancy, but you get loads for the price and then it's just up to you to find... Exactly, yeah. ...the cheap flights. And like it's the same with all-inclusive. Like, they're so high price, but... They're actually quite expensive, all-inclusive hotels, and you only get your money back if you really do drink like a fish and eat like a pig for like two weeks. Yeah, no. And I just think, and they're never really that nice places, really, are they? I just feel like if anyone's listening who usually does all-inclusive and is asking a lot of questions on like how we or Jess or whoever does all these amazing holidays, it's because you don't go all-inclusive. You go and explore. Yeah. Like the whole thing about going on holidays, finding like amazing restaurants and bars to eat mm-hmm. and drink in. And we've got so much resource out there now. You can, word of mouth for a start, influencers, Instagram pages, blogs, websites. There's all sorts of things you can just find at your fingertips for free. Also, part of the fun is just strolling about and finding somewhere. Exactly. A few people ask questions like solo travelling. And I had a message from somebody asking, like, how... I know this isn't really relevant to me, but like LGBTQ plus, like how would they know what was safe for them? Destinations, mm-hmm. I got a lot of questions when I was in Barbados. Um, I would just say, read the government websites um, and just do your research properly. But most of the, the destinations, you know, there will be safe. There'll be loads of solo travel websites out there and blogs. Yeah. There'll also be Facebook groups that you can join, that you can join on with people while you're there. But yeah, I would definitely say just read up before you go and research properly if you are worried about that. And obviously things like vaccinations as well. That's all on the government websites. Um, I think solo travelling is amazing. It's amazing. I mean, the only really thing that I've done solo outside of work is just a flight and a few days in Australia on my own. Mm. And that flight on my own was so enjoyable. Yeah. Because I actually loved it. I just love my own space. Yeah. See, especially when it's long haul because you are in a comfier flight yeah like i know you're i wasn't flying bloody first class or anything but you're in like a comfier chair you've got the screen i get all excited with all the movies and all i don't want to go to sleep so let's go on to flights now so as i said i always start with my hotel first and work that out whether it's a hotel airbnb or service apartment villa whatever um but skyscanner is definitely my fave is that yours yep i always use that yeah but isn't that just why would you not? Is that not just you would go compa- directly? But it's a comparison site, so isn't yeah. that going to tell you the best prices? Yeah, yeah, it would do. Well, when you actually go on Skyscanner, it gives you all of the websites below it, and and also why would anyone not use that then? Well, you got like Expedia. There's loads of other comparison websites. Don't know. I just love Skyscanner. <laughs> it is great. Is there not one called Kayak? You ever heard of yeah, that? Yeah, there is. is that yeah, similar. Yeah, similar. And uh, Skyscanner Scottish, is it not? Yeah, it is. It's a Scottish company, yeah. Oh, the best things are Scottish, yes. Um, so, yeah, with Skyscanner, there is rumours, and this is not this is a myth, but I actually did it once and it was true, but there was rumours that Monday or a Tuesday is better to book a flight because the flights go back down. And I did do right. that once, and I went back on the Monday. I waited, I think I looked on the Friday, and the Monday was cheaper. Now, this is another good tip as well, and I saw this on someone's Instagram last week, but Expedia... And now doing this web, you can book flights through Expedia as well. But they're doing this price tracker. So it shows you the price fluctuations between last week or last year. So you can actually see, right, this flight from Glasgow to Dubai was £469 last week. But today it's 550 So it's not necessarily telling you 
went to book, but it's showing you that it was cheaper a year ago. It was cheaper last week. So it maybe you could maybe hold back and wait next week. Yeah. And I also feel like another good tip as well is booking last minute is definitely not always a good idea because these flight companies, especially the budget airlines, they make their money from people that are panicking and they're doing it last minute because it's so cheap throughout before, you get a really mm -hmm. good deal, but they've got like five seats left and they can ramp it right up because they know they'll go because someone needs to get to that destination. Yeah. And it used to be that the longer you left it, like you would get a last minute deal, but it's just not a thing it's anymore. It's not a thing anymore. I mean, certainly not with trains. Like, no. Trains are the worst for that. Um, so a few tips with booking a flight then, I would say be flexible with your dates. I know a lot of people can't, and I, I do have a luxury with that, but if you do have a flexibility with your dates, then two days before or after, make sure you look at the range of the week um, because you can get a really big difference in prices. Mm -hmm. And on Skyscanner, you can look at the month plan so you can see... It's cheaper for me to fly on the Friday because yeah, it's the it tells green, you, like, isn't it? The price and all the wee. That's right. Yeah. The wee dates. Also, sometimes it's cheaper to, for you to book a return flight than a single, especially when it's long haul. So always look at that. Sometimes if you're getting a one way, it can be extortionate. But if you actually book a return flight and not get on it, it'd be cheaper than just yeah. booking a one way. Yeah. Interesting. That's like a train into it. So happens to a train. Yeah. Um, also check all airports near you. So. There's sort of things like, let's say I lived in Leicester, for example, I could I could get a train to London if I wanted to very cheaply mm -hmm. for like 20 quid. Um, if that flight from London is £300 cheaper and it's an hour journey from London, you, you might as well just do it. Here we've got Edinburgh, we've got um, Glasgow, Preswick, and we've got Manchester. Yeah, a lot of people go to like Manchester and Newcastle. Yeah. Don't they? So try and be a bit more varied with your options. Um, airlines... I fucking hate Ryanair and EasyJet, but I know it can't be helped. They are not budget airlines. I don't care what not anyone says. They are scam, 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 scam. And honestly, I now go with BA when I go to London because it's £20 probably more. You get your baggage included. They are so... I know people have bad customer service with any airline and I can be speaking, you know, out of turn here for all sorts of airlines. But me personally, I've had great experience with BA mm -hmm. and the customer service is good it's way better than getting through from anyone from Ryanair and EasyJet you get your wheelie case if you want to you get a handbag I've sometimes gone on with three bags around my body and they've not even batted an eye yeah no you can take really whatever you want I think that's the problem I actually don't get bad customer service or on the airlines with no, like Ryanair EasyJet or whatever I mean, on, I mean on the phones by the way yeah, there's yeah. a problem but you can't even take a wheelie on anymore without having to pay for it it's extortionate and it's like 40 quid each way yeah See, for we a wheelie we were obviously going for high rocks but there was loads of people going to malaga for that and for them who does crossfit or even comes here the crossfit wanker bag is a particular type the of bag. bag aye there's all sorts <laughs> of variations of it yeah but everybody's got it so everybody that's going to high rocks you get the same bag i was going my big ross he's walking up with that i mean his bag is the exact same i just breeze right past he walks up and I'm like no that's too big that's not going no. to fit they charged him the 45 quid. And as he's standing there paying the 45 quid, like literally 10 people walk past with the exact same bag. That <laughs> is shocking. <laughs> and he's like, look at them. And they're like, no, it's just you, pal. But how, wow. how can they justify that? I don't understand. Well, they have every right to, but it's just that this is what I mean. They just. No, but how can they do, like, as you no, said, for him, but no, like. It's a joke. And the Ryanair flight is enough to give you fear forever. Like, what, who the fuck <laughs> picked that colour palette for that plane? <laughs> I can't even 
cope with it. It just, there's not even a thing that comes down, like a tray or even like a pillow thing that you can just move. Yeah, it's there's just... actually not a tray. I mean, I like that because I know I'm like my trays. Subliminal messaging, because if you think about Lidl's the same colours yeah. almost, and that's like budget it's like supermarket, it's like budget airline. It's like, like cheap shite, isn't it? I just hate it. <laughs> I mean, I had my wipes out in full force on that Jet 2 flight, <laughs> to be fair, and there was nothing wrong with no, it. No, listen, I love Jet 2. I'm Jet 2's biggest fan. <laughs> I, I actually quite like Jet 2 as well. You know? Jet 2's great. You get your suitcase with Jet 2. Yeah, you do. They are a very good airline. I've had good, good times with them. I was actually realising that people... Like, we had checked in cases just because we got it through a holiday, but people were putting quite large cases in the, ho- in the mm. above thing. Yeah, they do let things slide, these airlines. And so they're easy Aussie Jet 2. I do think, don't always... like. What was it? I was flying Ryanair to Mallorca, and I kid you not, it was £160, right? I need a big case, and you have to add on these packages, which is also a scam. Don't never add the packages; add it all individually because it's mm-hmm. actually cheaper with Ryanair anyway. And yeah, it came to—I'm not kidding you. For me and Richard to fly to Mallorca, it's 460 quid with one suitcase. It's a fucking joke, and we have to go Ryanair because it is only—we can't be flexible with our dates, and it is—and it's Presswick as well, which is just ugh. It's but see, actually, just long, Presswick it? probably do more bloody flights in Glasgow these days. No, I know. Presswick, I don't mean ugh as in like, but it's just as, as far away, isn't it? Mm. Um, so yeah, another good thing to say about BA or any sort of other airline like um, Emirates, Qatar, you've got the point scheme as well. And the points for me, I've racked up some good points for BA before and I flew to Antigua for free one year because I went to Australia, didn't I, with work? Yeah, very true. And they got a lot of points. When you do the Australia leg, you get a lot. That is something that I have never done and think about the amount of times I've flew with work. Zoe. Wait, literally no points. Just add your, what is it, frequent flyer points. You get so, and you get I have so no much idea, good benefits. Now I'm just so like... Ugh, you can backdate them. It's too yeah, late. you can backdate them actually. I know, but now... Ugh. So anyone listening, do, do that you know because I mean? these things do help. There's also things like um, my friend, I know not everyone has this, but there's so many credit cards out there. But if you are one of those people, which I'm not because I can't be trusted, but uh, an Amex, it's like say Amex, Amex. They do BA Amex, point, yeah. BA points. So she got free flights loads of times throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, like essentially every time you use your credit card, it gives you points, and then yeah, she like chose BA benefits, points. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, my tips with flying. Don't pick your seat either, unless you want to be with a group of people. You're not obliged to pick your seat, and it makes you think that you need to pick a seat and pay seven pound each way, but you don't. Also, unless there's more than four of you, I have never not picked my seat and then not be next to who I'm with anyway. Yeah. Because as you, if you all book it together, yeah, the chances are they have mentally allocated your seat. They've just not yeah. told you it yet to try and get you to pay for one. Also, BA, you get a bottle of water and those snack crack crisps. And let me tell you, if you bought that with Ryanair, it probably cost you 20 euro. Well, you either get, and you a, get, pack, the you get a choice, a packet crisp or like a brownie. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. And just a drink if you want it. Weigh up your options, kids, because trust me, they're not cheap airlines. They make out they are, but they're not a scam. Um, packing. I do pack a small wheelie case, but some people say save your wheel space and your handle space and pack with a soft bag. I'm yet to be very good at that. How are you packing? Packing just isn't for me. No. I hate the process from start to finish. Yeah. And every single year I say I'm going to take exactly what I need. No extras, no extras. And I will fill that to the brim with extras just in case. Are you a roller or a folder? I've never rolled in my life. Oh, I'm a roller. 
But I feel like I know that should be beneficial and I know all these packing cubes and all that would be beneficial, but I just feel all of that's going to take up more space. I can't quite get my head around it, but I know I should try. I love packing cubes in big cases. But can you tell me how that makes you be able to pack more? Like, I don't understand. You're still putting stuff into the same space. It doesn't make it pack more. I don't do it for that. I do it more for, like, organising. When I take it out... Do you know what it was good for? You know, if you pack in a rucksack and you go in like backpack traveling, mm. rather than removing all your stuff out of your suitcase, you just take take out the one thing. You're like, right, I need my pants. You dig in for the pant bag and then it's out. Very, very organised. Yeah. And that was good for on Killy because you, you, in the freezing cold, you're not unpacking. Oh, you're not your, doing no. all that, taking everything out of your bag that was thing. A, that was a must. Um... Did you know this, G, that they're scrapping the 100 mil li- liquid thing? Oh, that is not just one airport, though. London City. London mm. City at the minute, but Man- I went to Manchester. Now, where was I the other day? And they did it. I think it was Heathrow and Gatwick. Both of them had it, these 3D scanning machines. But can you... City did have it when I went yeah. as well. Can you confirm to me... As Edinburgh. A... No, wait. Edinburgh had it. I went the other day. They, they told us not to get anything out. I couldn't believe it. It's That's different for you guys, though. Like... You guys obviously want to take all your makeup and all that. Yeah. Like, I literally, whatever I would be taking, I was like, I'll just buy it when I get there. True. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Edinburgh had one lane doing it. It was a trial lane. Did they? I didn't notice. But I'd, like, I just took a handbag through because I had all my stuff in my case anyway. But someone was saying to me that it, you're still going to have the... Hun- it's I still said it own- And were you wrong? <laughs> I think I was wrong. So... I did think that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But what... Because what you'd said is... The amount of each item still needs to be under 100, but you can take as many as you want. But is that not true? No, I was reading it up earlier and it says 100 mil has been extended to two litres. But I don't know how much liquid you can bring. I didn't read that far. I thought it could be over 100 mil, but it still needed to be... Needed to fit in that bag. I think I can't remember what I said to you, to be honest. But no, I there's, think... some, there's some catch. It's not like you can have a suitcase full of liquids. Yeah. No, you <laughs> just, just drink. Yeah. You had said to me... Each item still had to be under 100, but you could have as many as you want. Is that not the, oh, is that did not I? The, that not the current rule? No, because they all need to you fit, in, fit in, that in that one little, little bag. bag. Oh, is it? Yeah. Right. Like, you can't have more than one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're really strict with that, aren't they? But yeah. regardless, it's going to be beneficial because it's just stupid things. like. But it was put in think, place, obviously, because 9-11, and that's how they got it through, was through bottles. They got through... Right, perfect. I'm never flying again, thanks. Sorry, but that is that is how... Yeah, but they didn't have these 3D scanners. I know, I know. Technology is improved. I know, um, just not a good flyer. But even like all electrical items and everything, like iPads and straighteners, you wouldn't have to take them out anymore. They go through the scanner. It's just a faff, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're all that busy, hot and bothered way in the airport and then you have to take all your stuff out. It's just... Well, it's when it goes through, you forget, and then it goes through the other side and you're like, oh, my God. Can and I like, just... Oh, it's just a swab check. I'm like, fuck off, a random swab check. I personally, my bag is quite often fine. I personally get stopped every time. Do you? I'm that person that gets in that machine and I have to stand my arms out and my legs out and take my jumper and all that off and I'm all hanging everywhere. And I need to do all that thing and they're like, oh, random check. But I'm like, why, why am I the random every time? Mm. I think I've got a metal hip or something. I was about to say that. Do you know if you've got like a metal leg or something, do you reckon yeah, they it get does. stopped? Yeah, you do. Do you not have a special pass though? Do you not have like a night? I think you cup? just, oh. I think you just see it like when you get through. Like I think you've just seen oh, I've got a metal leg, mate, and they can see it on like the the scanner. Like it would show up to them anyway. Wow. One more thing that I'm quite fussy with, and I had you and Jilly about this the other day at the airport. I'm not, I'm not tight with things. I will never give my money to an airline for over kilograms of suitcases. 
I will open my suitcase in the middle of an airport. I don't give a fuck if I'm embarrassed. By the way, you're right. You did do that. And I, I was quite surprised because honestly... You were about to pay 100 quid. And I was like, no, girls. You are not paying £100 to this fucking airline. I know, but by that point, I'm like, oh, no. fine. And I'm not like that. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not like that as a person. I'm like, oh, fuck it. But no, I will not... No way will I pay, give an airline any more money than what? I should be more like that because I'm just so impatient. And how long did no it take patience. About two seconds, right? And we saved, what, 50 quid? Yeah, we did, but I just... Oh, I just don't have any patience for anything, but I'm trying to get better. Oh, you should. Um, and also another good tip as well is I know people don't want to, like, layer their... You know, if you're going on a holiday and they say layer all your outfits and put shit in whatever, but you know your neck pillow? And I always take a neck pillow. You can stuff so much in that neck pillow. <laughs> what? You can stuff so much in that it's neck pillow. Full of... You take the stuffing out and you it's got a zip and you can put rolled up T-shirts in there, pants so much stuff in that neck pillow and still use it as a neck pillow and they won't stop you. I'm shocked about this. I know. So That's, that's something you... I never take with me. Oh, but then I also, were you not saying recently everyone wears it the wrong way? I wear it at the front. Yeah, you, but I think that's actually yeah, what you're you supposed are. to do. So that, because you're never, your head's not staying back anyway on the chair. So you're doing it at the front so that it bobs forward. Yeah. But the thought, no, I can't cope with the thought of me being, I see when you see people sleeping on the plane, or in any transport and her head's pure bobbing oh, about, that makes worst. me die. And then you go, <gasps> you sort of like, like, shock oh. yourself. Like, I hate falling asleep in public spaces. I actually fell asleep in the train the other day and I was mortified. <laughs> oh, I couldn't fall asleep on a train, but I could have played. I was just, I was that kind of like hot, tired way and I just kind of... What like, train? Like, to work? No, back from work, home from work. <laughs> Did you? I was done in, I think. I don't know That's what happened so to we. I know. Jesus. Right, something that we're quite passionate about when you pack... This, so we've spoke about an air tag briefly, and an air tag is really good for mobile things like buy a couple, and if you are solo traveling, it's really good for you to have like on your phone because if your phone battery dies, your air tag will still work. Having it on you at all times because if, let's say something happens to you, God forbid, people can track you back home. Yeah. Things like that, but also your suitcase. But we're passionate about packing things in our hand luggage if you've got a big suitcase for day one or day two. Like, it's just a no-brainer, guys. Pack, if you, especially if you're going on a trip, girls' trip to Ibiza and you've got an itinerary planned, the first day you're going on an ocean beach club and the next day you're going for dinner, pack that ocean beach club outfit and then pack that dinner outfit because if you lose that big suitcase, you've got a good two days for you to wait for that suitcase to turn back up to mm -hmm. your hotel. Pack wisely. If you lose your suitcase, you're fucked. So just pack two nice outfits or even your best outfits and, you, and your, anything that's expensive. Have Very it on wise. with you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Very important point, yep. Um, I don't really have any recommendations for suitcases because I think they're all shy. I bought one of those um, antler ones and I had one before from like TK Maxx, just a normal 30 quid mm. one. That was the best suitcase I've ever had. The antler one, which was, I think I got it in the sale at Fraser's for like 60 quid. But it's sheer. Doesn't it fit anywhere near as much? And the handle always falls down. Was that like your wee wheelie one? Yeah. And it's meant to be a really good brand, but it's not. I would not recommend that antler at all. I'm not really into the full... Look, don't get me wrong. If someone turned up at my door by a remote case, I wouldn't turn that away, right? I know. But I'm not... <laughs> like, I Who's don't, paying a grand for a I'm just over? confused. Like, I'm confused at why you've got a £1,000 and you decide to spend, said £1,000 on a case that's going to get bashed about an airport. I just... you would. I would need to have tens and hundreds of thousands to do that. Like, I maybe I, understand a, wee, a small wheelie being nice because you can keep that nice. But a big suitcase, like a Ramoa lit big suitcase for what, four grand, whatever they are. I just don't, it's just not some, I, I just don't get why that's where people put their money. Yeah. I know everyone's got different like interests, right? And I can get a lot of things, but that's once, like it's a suitcase at the end of the day. Yeah, but they want to look fancy pantsy, you know? And so do I, right? But I could think of many more ways. Yeah. But that's their ways that make them happy, okay? No, 100%. I'm just telling you my, my thoughts and <laughs> no, feelings on the I situation. I do agree with you. Another thing, when you get that bag off that belt, please check the tag. Because I nearly picked up Ollie Merz's suitcase in Barbados. I mean, that wouldn't have been the worst thing to have happened. You should have and just seen what goods were in there. I know. I bet he shops in Zara in that. Definitely. He's got a wee H&M like, overshirt on, do you know what I mean? A wee, a wee textured shirt for the beach. Yeah, he wouldn't have liked my suitcase. <laughs> Why not? Well, he... <laughs> Dildos. <laughs> Joking, G. Um... It comes in at every conversation. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. But, yeah, definitely check the tag because that's happened to me a few times where I've picked a bag off the belt. So I've got one of those, um, what is it? My mum got it me once when I went to Australia. Samsonite one. That's a nice case. I was just nice going to say Massamite. Samsonite. Course. It's a nice case, actually. She got mm-hmm. it me for my birthday. But um, a lot of people have those sort of cases. So yep. just in case. We'll put a sticker on it or whatever. A wee, like, I think a wee, like, a wee thread or something. Subtle. Yeah. You know, it's yours. Yeah. Wee ribbon. Um, okay. So let's move on to now what we're packing in these suitcases, Zoe. Holiday clothes. Where would you recommend people to buy holiday mm. clothes from? I was actually thinking about this when I was away um, the other day. I find that the majority of my holiday wardrobe ends up being H&M. I, I feel quite passionate about it. I think they do the best like day stuff. Odd night thing as well, don't get me wrong. But day stuff are very good for like linen shorts, linen shirts, linen trousers. Yeah. Like we like you know, the wee kind of like knitted two-piece sets for over a bikini, wee wraps. Yeah. Bikinis are great. Bikinis are really good, aren't they, for booby girls like us? Yep. For booby girls, I would say triangle bikinis are good if they hold you up enough because you can just get a big size and the And you can the top. tighten up the... Tie it tight, <laughs> keep them up, you know. Or even, I actually find even if it's a clippy back, 
all bikini tops are quite small anyway. Yeah. So you can still get like a larger size and it's probably going to still be tight enough. Mm. Which is what I did actually for their all H&M was my bits. Was it? Yeah. ASOS, the odd thing. H&M now online, I don't know if everyone knows this, but you, it's got Arket, Weekday. Yep. And other and stories. And other stories, yep. And is it, what's the other one? Cos? No. I made that up. No, not Cos. Um... But anyway, all of the... Monkey. Monkey, that's it. All of the chain of H&M group is now online. And it's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. One of my bikinis was actually... Um, all in one place, I mean. And other stories, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit more expensive, but honestly, it's so worth it. Yeah, I'm the same as you. ASOS, I think. Um, Zara, I get the odd bits from, but recently I found that everything I buy from there I return. Same. So that's you, didn't I? Nothing is me. built for anyone that's got, like, not fucking well skinny, bony bone body. But if you do shop in Zara and you are going to Spain, do not buy anything from Zara while you're here. Go there with a half empty case and go and get everything in the Zara's there because they're way better and they're literally 50% of the price. Mm. It's I actually don't go shopping at all when I was away there. That's what I'm planning to do with Mallorca because the Zara and Palmer's decent. I'm definitely doing that. I'm not wasting my money here because it's, it's actually 50% more. Mm. Do you know where else? I've actually not been in yet this year really, but people are bigging up Primark. Oh, they have not been for ages. Same. I, I get annoyed in there. It's always too hot and all busy and all yeah. that. But people do love the bikinis, little denim skirts, like loads of just bits and bobs. I washed that once though and it's fucked. That's the one I thing know, with but, Primark for me. But I just don't, I think sometimes for holiday that's okay. Yeah, I've um, I'm not really a Primark shopper. I go there pajamas for my pants and, pants and my pajamas mm. and maybe like a wee wash bag or something. But I do hear people bang on about it. Mm. I'll maybe have a look. So it's worth a shot. I did invest in a, I've never had a good time with <coughs> bikinis my whole life. Like I've Same, never felt magical. comfortable in any bikini shape for my body at all. But I bought myself a Hunza G swimsuit, swimsuit um, for the Maldives trip. And I've wore that every time I've needed to be in a swimsuit since. Mm. And it washes well. It, you need to hand wash it, but it washes well. It, it's one size fits all. It's expensive, but it will last me forever. And it's actually quite flattering. Yeah. So if, I might buy one more of them, but like a black one or something. Um, sunnies, buy your sunnies in the air, duty-free airport if you want a nice pair or get them chuck away ones. If you go on a holiday where you're going to lose them, don't bother spending money on a decent pair. Last year's the first year that I've actually bought a decent pair of sunglasses. I got them in the airport as well. And I have looked after them. I have, but it is nice quite... Dior ones. Are they Prada? Prada. Yeah. Can't hide money, Jess. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, I do find it quite stressful. Because I'm always like, oh, my sunglasses. Yeah. Whereas before, you're like, oh, just wee cheap pieces. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's very true. I feel you need two pairs. Like skiing, I had my cheaps. Yeah. For a while, Two skiing. different shapes. Yeah. Yeah, better both. And there's a few nice smaller brands. Like, I really like that Sarah Ashcroft's brand, SLA. They do some nice Such stuff. Such nice Swim yeah. bits. And um, Doula's bringing out a swim brand. I was just brand. about to say, she gets a mention <laughs> once again. Yeah, she's bringing out swim. We've seen some sneak peeks, haven't we, Jess? And, and it looks so nice. Really good. We've been assisting on, like, patterns and stuff, haven't we? It's like, would you prefer a smaller or larger print? And we're all, like, voting in a poll in WhatsApps, great. Yeah, sending us all that. I quite like that. that. It's like little, um, what do you call them, like, focus groups. Yeah. 
opinions. But yeah, you've got some good things coming, by the way, and some really nice shapes for all different bodies. Um, right, money. So Monopoly money on holiday, that's what I think. Yes. I'm not a cash girl, are you? Not, I've not got a euro and it must be about five years. But the problem is there's been a few holidays that I've been on recently where I've needed them. Yeah, and do you know where it's bad? No tips. I don't have, t- I don't have anything to do. I, know, I can't yeah. get tips. True. And by the time you get past the language barrier and all that and holiday, like the card machine, you've put, you've done your contactless and you're out, do you mm. know what I mean? So we spoke about Amex, Amex, but... I bank with, and you're the same as well, but I don't know if you bank with them properly. No, I don't actually bank with them, no, but I use them for just, like, I don't know, moving money about, yeah. using so, on holiday. I bank with Monzo, and I've banked with Monzo now for years and years, and it, I started with them um, when it just was a literal travel card, like Revolut, and now it is a full-on bank. So my, yeah. I have my business account with them, my personal account, and my joint account. It is, without a doubt for me, the best easy app to use. That is really easy, yeah. They have so many good benefits. But what I do is I pay the premium membership with Monzo, which is £15 a month. You get a very fancy-pansy card. But why I did it was because I get phone insurance with it, worldwide travel insurance, although I did need to get extra insurance for skiing, Mm -hmm. which is the case for most travel insurances. Um, Discounted airport lounges, which I have used a couple of times um, when I've had like a flight delay. You get the best interest on money, like pots, cash back on international transfers, um, the best rate when you're away. So as soon as you make one transaction, it will pop up on your phone like, you're hello, welcome to France. This is your exchange rate. Mm-hmm. Um, you get like idiot proof at banking. It's just so simple and like very millennial. Um, you can categorize your spending. Um, and it's also got a really good customer service. So sounds like I work with them, but I very much love Monzo. I actually do. I don't know why I don't bank. I, I'm an RBS loyal, and I can't tell you why because I get absolutely. So is my dad with Royal Bank I get Scotland. absolutely nothing from them, right? But I've just that's what account my mum opened for me when I was yeah. like 14 years old or something, and I've never ever changed it. But Monzo, I like move over money. Like if I'm trying to like watch Save, what I'm spending, yeah. saving, and then that's what I use. I Travel. always just use that on holiday, and then like basically split it with whoever I was with at the end and pay yeah. it. Because when I was with Santander, they used to charge me one pound. This was years ago, by the way, but they charged me one pound every transaction that I did internationally. So every time I was away, it charged me a pound for every time I used it. To take money out of the wall, it took it cost me a lot. But with Monzo, you get free, you get free cash withdrawals up to six hundred quid, I think. Um, and also, if you want to swap into make your current account, I'm, I kid you not. Everyone listening, if you want to make move from Royal Bank of Scotland, for example, to Monzo, yep. it's one click of a button in your app and they do everything for you. Even your all your direct debits, everything is transferred over for you. You do fuck all. It's the best app. I think Revolut is the same. I'm not a Revolut girl, but I think it's the same sort mm. of thing. But We love you, Monzo. Yeah. We do. You should sponsor our podcast, Monzo, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we uh, another good thing to shout out again... Um, which we both used recently, and I used on Black Friday for my Lisbon hotel, is WeShop, which is a cashback app. Jess, I forget about it all Why? the time. You must see it in my emails, because I buy so I do, much stuff. And it reminds me all the time. Like, literally, I'm just, like, shitting all over what you're about to say by saying it myself. But say it. H&M, ASOS, like, Zara, like... Every uh, look fantastic everywhere you shop Selfridges, online. Booking.com. As on this app, 
And all you need to do is go through the app, to the website, it's as easy as that, and I forget every time I order something. I've got £1,238.52 pence in my WeShop cashback app, and I can withdraw that into my bank account in 12 months' time. I actually do have about £400 in it, to be fair, because I got, like, my Hoover or something through it, and it was, like... All the different retailers do offer, so like some will have like if you buy this month you get fifty percent of your purchase back or twenty percent. That's or, right, yeah. I don't know, whatever, twenty pound or whatever it is, and I just forget all the time, but it's really good. It's definitely legitimate. Um but well it is because I've seen so many people using it, but and people have withdrawn. There's one girl that we follow has got something like seventy seven grand in it, isn't she? That Yeah, wild. Um, but and what's the thing? you need to you can't withdraw it for a a year? A 12 months, yeah. So I booked booking.com and it was Black Friday deal. And if you signed up to it in your first transaction, you got 100% back. At the moment, I'm on that the app now, it, yep. they're giving you 120% back on your first purchase. So let's say you book your booking.com hotel now for a grand, you get a grand back in a year, a grand 1,200, whatever it is, back in a year. That's wild. And you need to have a, this is where my uh, skills are coming in, but you have to have a referral to add up to go on it. So you can... Use mine, which is Jess underscore Ted's, or yours. What's yours? No idea. <laughs> it's just just put in my username, Jess underscore Ted's, and you need that. You need someone's username to get into the app. You might get on a waiting list. I, I was on a waiting list, I think, for a bit. Where you? I, that didn't happen to me. Not. It was when everyone was hyping up around it on Black Friday because I was like, fuck me, I need to book this if it's 100% yeah. back. Um, but yeah, but then also it's, like, it's used like a bit like a social media platform where... You could also recommend things on the app and anyone buys it through your affiliate link, mm -hmm. then you get money. I've not done that. I've not set that up, but yeah, just... It's one of those things as well, right? See if it came to it for whatever reason you couldn't withdraw it. You're not losing anything. No. Like, it's just like a cashback service, like top cashback people love as well. Oh, yeah. I th yeah, I've never really been into top cashback I, only, apps, I used it years and years ago when I got a new phone and I remember it was giving me £100 at that time. Like, that was a lot of money to me. And it honestly took about six months to get me, and I was raging. But then when I got it, I was like, "Woo!" That's what I mean. That's so rich. good. But I told Heather, my friend, to do it because um, it's like as a tab here called Refer and Earn. And if you give somebody your name, she, I got fifty quid and she got fifty quid of shares. Yeah. And all she had to do was buy one thing through We Shop. I think she bought her mum uh, an air fryer for Christmas, and she got the air fryer money back and fifty quid from me, and I got fifty quid from her. It's fucking no-brainer, mate, honestly. And even if it doesn't work, and it is a whatever, which is not... But That's it, what I mean, you're not losing anything. You're not losing anything because you're buying it anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. And all these people like Booking.com and Selfridges have all done events with them. Like, they're doing, like, events. Like, they're like Klarna. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Legit, then. So, um, quickly moving on. We're nearly at the end now. So, hotels. Um, we've said positives about Booking.com. You can... Did we say that? On the not, podcast? Not no, yet. so booking.com, the things I like about booking.com is you can do the pay when you get there and you can give you like a 24-hour cancellation fee. The downside to that is it's more expensive. Mm -hmm. Or you can choose the option to pay now if you're dead cert on you going on that date. Um, after two stages, you get a genius, unlocked genius, so you get discounts. It's usually about 15%, I think. Yep. Um, and you can now earn cash rewards. I've got like £42 in my wallet and you can use that against like mm -hmm. other hotels and stuff. Um, but it's not always the best, so I always, always check the hotel directly. Once I've seen the price on booking.com, I then go onto the hotel directly, and they usually have, like, sign up to our newsletter and you get 10% off, book through us, it's cheaper, because they are losing out money by going through via fair party yep. websites. 
So they're making more money from you going through them directly. They're better off giving you 10% discount. Mm -hmm. And it's actually cheaper. I actually think contacting the hotel sometimes as well because I did it for whatever reason. I think I was just looking for like a recommendation what room was best or whatever. Um, and in the message, that they were then like, we can give you 25% off like from booking direct. That's good. But it didn't say that on the site. It was yeah. just... They prefer you to go through them because they'll probably cost 25% to do foodbooking.com anyway. No, exactly. And if you said to them... Well, I'm finding it cheaper on booking.com. They would probably match just it. it. Of course they would price match it. And yeah. also another perk with going directly to webs um, hotels, you're more likely getting a room upgrade when you check mm. in. Way yeah, more likely. Yeah, we used likely. to do that similarly, the points on flights. See if you're going to do that. Like, we used to just go by IHG, the oh, yeah. hotel group. Yeah. But they've got a loyalty program as well. And if you were on the loyalty program, if you only booked through them, you accumulated points. But as soon as you went to that front desk and they seen you're an IHG member and you'd booked through them and not booking, they loved that and they would give you the next available yeah. room all the time because they lo- they need to pay booking.com yeah. to take that. So they all love the fact that you booked through their app and stuff. That's good, you know? yeah. I think hotels.com have a good loyalty scheme as well, mm. Heather was telling me, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, that's good. That's good. I feel like it's just worth looking into all these things. Like I'm not the best at it either, but... There must be so many ways around like saving money on flights, oh, hotels, everything. And you know when you, let's say you've got your heart set on a hotel and you go on booking.com and it says sold out. Don't believe that it's sold out. It's just sold out on booking.com. Yep. Go on their website because there probably will be one room left. That's mm-hmm. happened to me a lot and I've done that and got it cheaper. Another website that I love is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I speak about this a lot. I've booked through them. My old boss, Kate, who I spoke about, and yep. she used to do it all the time, and I was like, wow, it's so bougie. I was just going to say, it's quite a bougie yeah. website. But it's a bit like hotels version of One Zone. It's a curated list of hotels, which yep. is perfectly picked for couples. And it is all independently owned. They're all, all nice. But the good thing about them is it's price match guarantee. So even if you find it cheaper on booking.com, they will price match it. Or they'll give you a voucher within like 24 hours. And then if you book through Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you get, every single time you book, you get an added bonus. So it's like, when you book, it says Mr. and Mrs. Smith special is, you get a bottle of champagne in your room. Or mm-hmm. you get a, tap, I got tapas in that um, Mallorca hotel when I went last year um, on arrival. Just things like that, like little extras. I love stuff like that. Yeah. I also like small luxury hotel website. That's nice, but again, pricey. But I just love, sh- I love staying in, independently owned boutique hotels. It's just, it's just my thing. Love it. Airbnb had good and bad experiences. You need to be careful with them these days. Airbnb scares me. I know. I just, I always worry that I turn up there and it's a fraud. Yeah, it's happening at the moment. Like it's just kind of like, I don't know if I'm ever willing to take the risk. And what I love about hotels is just every time you come back safe. to a room, it's been cleaned, it's safe, it's fresh towels, fresh yeah. beds. And like, I just, I do love that. I've had some, yeah, like, I think Airbnb is really good if there's a lot of you and you want to go in, like, a villa. Or... And you don't care as much about the kind of things when there's yeah. loads of you as well. You're not thinking about, like, the safety as much, probably, if it's two yeah. people or, like, three of you or whatever. Then when um, me and Holly went to Tulum and that amazing, mm. that was an Airbnb. That was an amazing experience. But that was sort of like a serviced, it still was a hotel, though, like, a serviced apartment. But kind of it, like a it was found on Airbnb. yeah. So it's one of them, isn't it? Let's talk about car hire quickly or your method of transport when you go away because we had a few of those questions. My advice would be book a car in advance. It's so much cheaper. It's well expensive when you get there. 
How do you find the whole driving situation in other yeah. countries, Jess? I don't mind it. I don't. Do you get used to it quite quickly? Yeah. All you've got to remember is your body needs to be near the line in the middle of the road. So we've got to remember. Because it's like that. Oh, that sounds a bit strange. No, but, um, you're, but you're you're, you're <coughs> closest to the line in the middle of the road here. You're going to be closest to the line in the middle of the road there. That's all you got to think. Right, okay, I'm with you. Because I have driven in Australia, but here's the thing, they drive on the same side, so I've not quite experienced it. They no. drive on the same side of the road as us, yeah. so it was totally fine. Um, and I drove like a full like, day trip, road trip, whatever, and I was so careful... Um, had a great time and then I came home to three speeding fines. Oh, you're joking. And I don't really quite know how that happened. But you don't have to pay them, do you, if you... No, well, this is the thing. I then didn't pay them. I thought, ugh, ugh, right, ugh, who's going to know? So I didn't pay them and it's racking up. More letters, more letters. I'm eventually about $1,500 that I owe them for these because they just keep going up. And eventually I thought, Australia's one of their places that if I don't pay these and I want to go back, you just, that's one of the places that you would fly all the way there yeah. and not let you in because you've had to park a speeding fine one time, do you know what I mean? Yeah, probably would. So what I did was I contacted them and just said, I've only just got your first letter, because they were all a bit over the shop, mm. to be honest. I didn't really know like what was going on, and now it's like racked up to this, but I got all the letters round the wrong way. And I just paid, I eventually paid the first the first amount for the first few fines. But I just thought, I don't know that sh the stress is worth it. Yeah. That was quite stressful. She should probably just read all the flipping road policies and that before you get in the car. Because I was looking at all the signs, but then I thought, I wonder if their speed... It's different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I know I was probably You're wrong, definitely but... speeding like little I peaches just, in your no, car. No, I just know that I, like, I remember thinking, I'm being such a careful good driver here. Because, like, yeah. I can be a bit speedy Gonzalez at home. But, oh, anyway. The best me method of transport for me is them flipping electric scooters. Wherever <clears> I go <throat> in any city break, I, they are my mode of transport. Love them. Love a bike. Love a bike. Just it's so easy. And also, a lot of, like, city break places do have such good, like, cycle lanes. So it's n you feel like you're on the road, but not really. Like, it's yeah. not scary, really. It's not that bad. True. You get yes. used to it. So car hire, look at car comparison websites. Um, try and book the fast track lane when you get there because nothing worse than standing in that fucking queue. It takes ages. Um, fill all the documents out. Read the small print. Um, make sure you get fully comp insurance. Look for places that give you an additional driver for free. Um, and t you need to take some sort of like credit card or something for that big deposit. Some of them don't let you do that if you pick the high insurance. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, then you'll need to take, put a big side of money away. And if you don't have a credit card, then it's coming out your debit card. So. Also, a less important question, but, I'm, but it matters to me. Yeah. Do you get to pick what car you drive? Yeah, so it's always, they never get to pick the specific unless you like sort of email them before, a few days before, but you need to, it'll always be like Fiat 500 and similar. So it just depends on availability, to be fair. But if you pick an automatic, this is a good one, actually. If you select an automatic, which will be more, you're more than likely going to get like a newer model car. Mm. I've picked an automatic this time. I'm actually going a fully electric Fiat 500 this one. We've got a charging point in a hotel. We're going all eco-friendly. And I love electric cars. Look at you. They're silent. Just easy. Just like on those little small roads. Um, like review sites, TripAdvisor for me is personally outdated and full of Karens. Um, certain things are good, <laughs> but if I were you, I'd go on Google reviews even better or just Instagram. Just look for yourself. 
Ask friends. This is one the one time I'll big up TikTok. TikTok's great. We know I don't really use TikTok, but the one time I do use it a lot is when I'm going away. Yeah. When I'm there, even like best breakfast palma, breaks, bre- best dinner, like literally everything. every wee thing, and it'll give you options after options. And do you know what I like? You're getting a video of it. Yeah. So you fully see Little the snippet. experience. Do you guys I, ever leave reviews? No, actually, I no. don't. Because... I've never done it, but I would look at reviews, but then I always think, who's the type of person who does that? Exactly. It takes the time to I know, go and write that. Who per- does that? Is the person anything like us? So, like, exactly. what, what, would, what does that review I actually think mean to us? The type of person who sits and does that probably isn't the person I would think about me anyway. So, their taste in the restaurant isn't exactly, guys. So true, actually. Don't take their word as gospel. I definitely think, like, sort of like more informal blogs. Well, not informal, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just a bit more kind of influencery travel blog like lead things yeah and then tiktok and instagram and that are the best now they are the best um quickly then mobile data uh we've said it before i can't remember how you pronounce that company but is it aerolove or we shared it on our few podcasts ago but that new app that you can get now if you're not on a contract phone it's Sim just only. you literally pay something like five pound and you've got full data everywhere you go yeah, because this whole Brexit situation has now meant I now need to pay for my phone again when I'm in Europe. Two pound a day. Two yeah. pound a day. O2, I think, is the only one that doesn't let you do that. I think O2 is the best one for that. O2, or potentially three. Maybe. One of them was the one that. Gift Gaff even give it you for free. <laughs> my nan's on Gift Gaff. <laughs> Pay as you go. Yeah. Um, but things like, uh, I was actually looking on that Arola, oh, I'm probably saying this wrong, but whatever it's called, um, their Instagram, and they were just giving you tips on how to um, reduce your phone bill, but like mm-hmm. limit background data, download things, don't stream them, use your maps offline, um, turn off your Wi-Fi assist, or travel with an eSIM. That's so. not a thing I'm bad at, I'm just like, oh, I'll deal with it because I want to use my phone, whereas I could just not use my phone as much. Yeah. Okay, quickly going on to restaurants. We've spoke about TripAdvisor. Don't look at that. Um, my top tip, as I say every single time, is obviously look at your favourite places that you've saved or you want to go from your friends. Ask on your Instagram. Don't be embarrassed. Write on your story saying, hi, can anyone give me recommendations? There's nothing better than the, your friends. Like G was just saying, they're like like-minded people giving you opinions. And speak to locals. Speak to taxi drivers. They know the best. Your hotel reception will help you if you're staying in like a really cool hotel in a cool area. Just taxi drivers are the best and just any locals, get speaking to them. Don't be shy. They know the best places to go. Um, and when it comes to an itinerary, my key, key, key thing before I go anywhere, and I sent you my map, is I have a Google map. I pin every single place that I plan on a map. So a bit like one zone, where you're, you're standing somewhere and you can see while you stood there, oh my God, there's a place 200 yards away that I've pinned that I want to go to. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a coffee shop. Pin everything. So when you're doing like a road trip, you can go all around the island. You can just pin from A to B to C. And it's so good to plan that. You're not fanning about on your Google map in the middle of nowhere, trying to get data or whatever, or Wi-Fi. It's on there. It's done. You can highlight, you can write notes under it and say what's your favorite, what's not. But you can follow me on that. Um, it's completely free. I don't, don't need to pay anything for that. I just do it for everywhere I go. It's in the link in my bio. You can click on that. Um and do you still do you do an itinerary for every day in holiday still yeah so that's what i was going to say now when i did planned our skiing trip so what i do is i list everywhere i want to go so i set a section it so be like restaurants bars day trips or 
experiences. And then I'll do like, right, I'm there from Monday the 12th. So I'll write the dates in my notes. And I'll just casually start slotting them in each day. Then I'll start playing around with it. But like, right, well, the night before that, I'm going out. So I probably won't make it for brunch the next day. So I'll change the brunch there to that, 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 that. Yeah. Or I'll probably be a little bit jet lagged there. So, And then I'll start work, playing around with it. And then once I've got it happy and set, I then start researching some of the restaurants. So I'll be like, right, this restaurant here I really want to go to. Is it busy? Do I need to pre-book it? If so, yes, I'll ring up and book it. But what's the best day to go to this restaurant? Do they have a live singer on on Saturdays or Fridays? Mm -hmm. Shall I go there then? Shall I go for sunset? Shall I go for sunrise or whatever? So I try and do try and plan it where it's like the best experience for each place, and that's and how I do, do it. You, well, I'd like to know because I have done that as well for the last few holidays I've been on. But then Palma, I didn't really do much at all because I don't know. I just didn't really put time to think about it before I went. But I actually enjoyed. Just, just walking around and yeah. finding somewhere. And I have to say, I did miss that the last few holidays I went on. Not not things like skiing. Skiing, they kind of holidays, I think you need a plan. But like summer winging relaxing it. holidays, I think the winging it needs, I don't know, I feel like it needs no, to totally be in No, I totally agree there. with you. I totally agree with you. This is what I said to Rich on this one. I was like, I, I'm dead. Things with me is I get FOMO. I don't want to miss out on things. I like to experience everything that I want to do. And I like to help people so that this is obviously part of my job as well. So yeah. I try and do it. But... There was one night last year and we didn't have a restaurant reservation. I didn't book, I don't book every place because mm -hmm. there is times I want to just wing it. And we did walk into somewhere random and it was the best best place we had all week. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I definitely think like wing it, but you do need to plan some things. If you, there's certain places you want to go to, they will be popular for a reason. So you need to pre-book them. Mm -hmm. Don't be like let down. But there's also times when I go away and I'm like, wish I fucking booked somewhere, but just walking around aimlessly for hours. I do think you definitely need a bit of both. And I'm the same as you. If I went to somewhere, I would want to make sure there's not something that I'm missing. Yeah. Like a really good restaurant, a really good bar or whatever. Like I would hate to come home from a place and be yeah. like, fuck's sake, I didn't realise I was that close to that or whatever. I know, exactly. So I feel like a bit of both is nice. So coming on to the last bit now, um, people ask how we plan like a big thing, like a Hindu. My advice would be anything we've just said, but... Um, if it's more than you, more of you, then Airbnb is good for like a big villa. But concierge companies are you going to be your best friend. So there's someone that I use when I go to Ibiza called Ibiza Key Concierge. They also have a Dubai Key Concierge and I think Mykonos. Um, there's loads of concierge companies like that that specialize in big groups. And they don't, what they do is they don't actually charge you any money really. I think sometimes they might charge you a set fee, like literally 20 quid per person. Mm -hmm. And they'll plan your whole week. But they also get a cut from some of the restaurants or the yacht, whatever. So they make their money, not from you, but from them. So they'll agree with these companies. We'll offer your services to our groups. So they're actually not a bad thing to look at. They're not actually that expensive. So definitely worth looking at concierge companies. Also means to just handle your itinerary as well, which is quite good for big group holidays. Like if no one's really that into doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Or knows what to do. And they book it all for you. Just and easy, isn't it? They're quite good at getting reservations for places that you can't get look in. full, but they will be oh, able yeah. to work. Which is, I've always wondered how that is. All these celebs Why have is concierges. everyone telling me that this restaurant's full, but you could man, you could get me a table for Drew? I don't understand. Where's the table for Drew coming from? They're awesome. I always think, have you cancelled someone's reservation? No, I reckon they save these tables for these concierge companies. They're like, we'll mm. save you one table a Saturday night and you can fill it. You've got to fill it with someone on your books. I mean, that makes more sense than chucking someone off their table, to be fair. Okay, so rounding it up then. Um, a few people asked us, we spoke about packing cubes. Um, but 
holiday essentials, people ask about sun creams and things. I love the, I never know how to say it, but the Quartz, whatever it is, sun cream, face cream, I share it a lot on my page. I like the La Roche-Posay one. That's good. I love Barley Body Oils so much. I know they're naughty, but they're the best. Mm. I know, I do love an oil, but... Well, it's, 50, it's 15 SPF, the one I, I use. I think if you wear like a factor 30 all over your body, which, by the way, doesn't stop you tanning, don't yeah. annoy me, it doesn't stop you tanning, then you could put an oil on with a factor in it. It's the no cream oil with no factor that people are going wrong. Yeah. You are in a frying pan. That's true. That's what you're doing. So true. And you actually have such a nice colour when you actually put cream on. You're in the air fryer, sizzling away. <laughs> like a <laughs> chicken leg. Costa del air fryer. Um, I love Sun Bum After Sun, the brand of Sun Bum. So I look fantastic. I so actually good. like, um, I like the Vaseline Aloe Vera Ooh. for After Sun, you know. And I like just the body moisturiser we use anyway, the Neutrogena one. Oh, gorge. Just keep it in the fridge and it just cools you right oh, down. That's a great shout. But make that sure new- you do it every single night, whether you're burnt or not. Put your after sun that's on. That's like a gel, isn't it? It's or your moisturiser on. Mm-hmm. Especially if you also wear a bit of tan on holiday, which I know we had this discussion, we are not fake tanners for holiday, but if you don't take a tan or even if you just like extra tan, still moisturise every night because it'll keep your tan nice. Yeah. It's the key. Moisturiser is key. There's one called, the is it the Lancaster Tan Maximizer in the orange bottle with the blue lid? Yeah, Lancaster. That does work, yeah. but I don't like the smell of that. Mm. Um, but... I always take a like a body glow. And do you know what I use the other day that I love? That tan looks the glow, the new one. Yeah, the glow oil. Yeah, the glow oil. That was nice. That would be lovely on a tan. Yeah, on those legs when mm-hmm. you're getting ready. And that's night really out. nice. Kind of like the Tom Ford one. Like yeah, a dupe. And my biggest tip for a whole holiday is like I can't recommend this tip enough. If you are packing your toiletries right and you've taken your scent, you're taking your body wash. Sometimes you want to take your own body wash, or you're taking your after sun and you're taking your perfume. Just make sure that is the best smell or a new one or do your odorant because that smell will remind you of that holiday for the rest of your life. And if you make sure that that perfume is like all coconutty and summery. It's very deep. It's good. Yeah. It's not. There's so many things I smell. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of that time I went to like Ibiza with my mates. So right. make that smell really good. And that's my best tip. I just have one last question for you, which I feel a lot of people have asked. And we've covered it kind of, but not really. See if I've decided, for example, that I want to go to, so let's say Dubrovnik, because that's where I'm going in the summer, right? I'm looking at a map and I have no idea. How am I finding out where, whereabouts I want my hotel to be? Oh, what sort of area to book like your hotel? what area to actually book the hotel? Research, like, read blogs. There'll be loads of blogs on what areas are best and what they're for, like families, partying, mm. couples. I suppose maybe if you found... If you find a few places like restaurants or beach clubs or whatever that you like the look of, maybe look at their locations and then work out where... And how far away they are. Things yeah, are. exactly, yeah. I think I get a bit overwhelmed when I'm looking at that and things are all over the shop and I'm like, right, well, where the fuck am I meant to stay there? Yeah. But if I do got think transport that's... links, then you're fine. Yeah, true. God, I'm educated, but I'm quite exhausted. That was long. We can also answer some more questions on the stories if we've missed a few. Well, we're going to do a lot on your plate anyway next week, so... Send them in if you want to. If there's a lot on your plate, it doesn't have to be anything emotional. It can be anything that you want to ask us. Just ask us anything, and we'll uh, we'll answer them right for you. We're just a free service to you all, really, at it. this point. Anyway, it was lovely to see you. Lovely to see you, and I'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.